This is Dumb Line, the podcast of dumb crimes and even dumber criminals. Hello, hello. Welcome, dummies. Welcome back to Dumb Line, the podcast of dumb crimes and dumb criminals. My name is Greg. I'm joined by my golfing buddy, Jason. Hello, everybody. And Maria. Hi, dummies. So if you don't know, Maria has steadfastly gathered the facts of a story <laughs> featuring a dumb crime or dumb criminal this week. And she's going to lay it out for Jason and I who know nothing about it. So if you didn't know, now you know. Can I, I woke up today to an email that my pet, my dog's pet insurance was canceled. Oh, no. Yeah, it's because my fucking ATM card, debit card, has been fraudulently copied or used for the third time. Oh. And there are so many. Mine when you happen, cancel happen, your debit mine card. Happen, mine happens all the time, too. There's takes, so much stuff takes, attached to so it. Much, there's so much yeah. fucking stuff. You and think like, you got it? You got. You never get it all. Never you get never it. Apparently, get it I didn't get it all. You never get all. that. And that's, and that's crazy. Like, these dudes, like, they don't, they fuck with you. And the, the, and you always get your money back. But the biggest, the biggest pain in the ass is having to change all your fucking payment things because you're going to miss one. Yeah. Everything. So I, I, had, I went to the bank. I talked to the guy. The, the guy gave me a new card. I'm lucky my bank around the corner prints ATM cards on the spot. But he was like, these fucking gas stations. He's like, I see it every day. It's the gas stations. Don't use your debit credit card as a gas station. I don't know if it's true, but this is what the guy at the bank told me today. Do not use a credit card if you can, whatever you can, try or cash. Try not to use your credit or debit card at these gas stations. He even told me when they come to work in the morning at the bank, they have to check their bank machine to make sure there's not a phishing scammer thing hooked up. Someone didn't come in overnight into the lobby. Wow. Skimmer, yeah. So that's why I use that tap to pay on my phone all the time. I'm I'm done. I've had I've lost tapper? I've lost so many cards. Have so many sh- things stolen. Like I just use my I use my phone almost all the time now. And it's, and I actually had a cup. I had somebody open up a bank account in my like name through my bank. Be careful out there. Yeah, be careful. People are desperate. Maria, you know something tells me you have a headline. I do. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra, extra, read all about it. This one's from Law and Crime, Germantown, Maryland, March 30th, 2023. Teens arrested after manual transmission stalls carjacking attempt. Mm. So, that's a, need that, to learn yeah. how to drive the clutch before yeah. you go. The old you stick. Can't, if, you see, if you see a stick shift in a, in a car you're trying to carjack and you don't know how to drive it, move on that's probably a good thing i bet you the manual transmission cars should pick up popularity these days with the mm. carjackings of them i yeah, bet you most nope, people nobody, can't get anywhere with them yeah do, do you guys know how to drive a stick shift nope Mm-mm. oh I, yeah i do yeah why would i it's a great it's, it's a great skill to have <laughs> yeah so that the teens had to leave the car on foot and then they like tried to run away and they got arrested yeah 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 that's all right, Maria, give us a, hold on, give me a new sheet of paper. Oh, boy. Whoa, hear that. I need to take some notes. Hi. I'm going to put my feet up, relax, and take it away, Maria. Okay, this story was recommended by Ethan and Allison. Thank you, Ethan and Allison. Yeah, Ethan, Ethan and, Allison. and Allison. Nice work. Good people. It's about what happens when people who are sort of high profile believe that if they leave an area where they are wanted by police, their records magically disappear. Mm-hmm. Well, is this in the 1700s? Nope. Oh, okay. 
The large majority of the story comes courtesy of a lot of coverage, at least eight stories by Victor Fiorillo in Philadelphia oh, Magazine. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Other sources include the Philadelphia Inquirer, WHYY, Channel 12, WBOY. That's right, W Boy. Yo, boy. <laughs> In West Virginia. Are you trying to do a regular newscast? <laughs> yeah. Tonight, uh, inflation reaches all time level, and they, uh, they cut to like the station promo. It's like, WBOY, boy. W Boy. By 2010, Matt and Colleen Swartz and Matthew Scheller have opened numerous restaurants in the Lehigh Valley. Tap and Table in Emmaus, about 53 miles from Philly, the bookstore Speakeasy and Banoff Beer Hall, both in Bethlehem, which is about 70 miles from Philly. They also own Atlantic Jazz Yard in Rehoboth, Delaware. And in 2010, they announce a new restaurant called Fork and Barrel that will open in Northwest Philly. Wow, that's a lot. Who are these people who own this? Matt Swartz, Mm -hmm. Colleen Swartz, and Matthew Scheller. Okay, two Matts. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so we're going to go by last names for the males. So the restaurants are usually really popular, the concepts are interesting, and they tend to liven up sleepy suburbs. But soon, the only press they end up getting is a stream of Google links to truly dumb mistakes that will cost them dearly. Following the open of Fork and Barrel... So we need some suspense music there. Yeah, yeah. Following the opening of Fork and Barrel, the Granary Group, which is the name of their management company. It's a good name. Yeah, it's kind of is a good catchy. name. Yeah. yeah. Always good alliteration. Yeah. Uh, they decide to open Farmer's Cabinet in Center City, Philadelphia. Ooh. Farmer's Cabinet serves craft beer, cocktails, and a farm-to-table menu and becomes a fast darling of the food scene here, food scene here which is not easy um, for anybody who's not in Philly. It's a, competitive yeah, market have, for sure uh, we have really good food here we, we had a few james beard award yeah. yes, winners this year yes. which if you yeah, they're like some kind of bougie food awards but we like still it good still, food. Yeah, yeah yeah good chefs yep so within one month of opening farmer's cabinet in april 2011 they close fork and barrel and vacate that space by loading up u-hauls in the middle of the night that does not seem <laughs> suspicious fork and barrels where fork and barrels in east falls oh, okay. east falls they just came in with a pickup, like a Mack truck? Just U-Hauls in the middle yeah, of the night. Right. Snuck everything out. <laughs> so, so always everything seems on the up and up when that happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you need help moving, though, a lot of your friends have day jobs. They probably can only come out at night. Mm, you know? Sure. Sure. That's why. That I don't want to give up a weekend. If a friend true. wants me to help him move, I don't want to give up a weekend. I'd rather do a Thursday night at 8 o'clock than a weekend. Just bang. Yeah, give, yeah. I'll, give, I'll give you a couple hours during that time. Yeah. Give, yeah, I see Why are that. you guys volunteering to move people? <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I, I would never volunteer to move anybody. No, no, but if I have to, I'd rather yeah. do it at night. I'm just yeah. saying. Doesn't it mean they're up to criminal intent yet? No, I know that. I'm not saying it for that reason. I hate moving things. Mm, yeah, I hate of course. it. Oh, yeah, it's like Sisyphus. Oh. It's just, I yeah, can't. Yeah. I hate it. What does that mean? It's like Sisyphus. Sisyphus it's, it's the, the dude that like rolls the ball up, up the and hill it just keeps falling and down and he keeps pushing it back up. Yeah. Okay. The landlord is given no notice and files a civil suit against them. And around the same time, they also suddenly close Tap and Table which was another of their restaurants in Emmaus. They like, li- they like alliteration, <laughs> they tap and table, yeah. granary group. <laughs> they they, and all these, all these restaurants are like, they're, they're in the, they're doing well, right? They're making money. It's not like 
They're struggling. I mean, are they? On the, I, I don't know. I, well, I that's what they, I mean. Like, they keep opening things, so it seems like they're... I think they moved a little fast on opening things. I think they have really great concepts. I don't know that they're making a lot of money. Okay. Okay. So, Matthew Swartz releases a statement after they sneak off without notice and tells WHYY, it was truly just a business decision. It wasn't to hurt people or to be mean. Nobody said it was. It wasn't anything like that. But they do owe a debt to the landlord and have a meeting with him that's scheduled for April 19th. So they moved out midnight of April 18th, and they had this meeting scheduled to settle their debts on April 19th. Well, you don't know how that's going to go. I mean, they throw me through, throw some padlocks on the door. You got to get your shit out yeah. before that happens. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to get that out before. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. You got to get all your stuff out. Well, the landlord. Yeah. restaurant equipment's worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. You know, yeah, they didn't know how that was going to go. So, in connection, get the to- silverware, get the silverware, <laughs> get the hood. The hood's worth a lot of money. It's a Viking. <laughs> in connection to the closing, Philly Magazine digs up a trail of civil suits and Swartz's declaration of bankruptcy from 1996. That so, Victor, this is already happened. That Victor Fiorillo is a digging is, is a sharp guy. By 2012, they've opened and shut another restaurant in Philly called The Butcher and the Brewer within two months of it opening. More alliteration. Of course, of course it was The Butcher and the Brewer. Did they have the, the chicken and the... Baker? The, Butcher and Baker? Oh yeah, the chicken and the chief, like after this? Well, it was only open for like seven weeks. They closed it immediately. That same year, Scheller leaves the management group. Beers and Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Apricots and aperitifs. Sorry. I got to come up with. No, I'm just trying to think of one. I can't. Okay. Man. So that same year, Scheller leaves the management. Ciders and spinach. Oh, my God, Craig. Ciders and spinach sounds like a horrible name. It just works. It sounds like poop. Like, that just translates into you're going to shit your pants later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tomatoes and tonic. <laughs> oh, man. I can get on All this right. branding. Well, I can get on this branding you team. Do. I got you a salad of ideas. Sazerac. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are. I can't come up with that. Rum and radish. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a horrible combination, too. Oh, God. Man. That's okay. good. All right. Can I continue? Where is another one going to... No, I think we're good. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They may just be popping up at random times Maybe. throughout this. If That's you think, okay. If you think of one, just shout it out. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> that same year, Scheller leaves the management group, and in December 2013, a few cops show up at Farmer's Cabinet and order drinks. They're undercover. When they're served, the restaurant is raided for an expired liquor license, and continuing to sell booze once they had the proof oh, that they were selling. That's a huge fine. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, huge fine. I think so. Huge fine. Fines and fennel. Yeah. Fines and fennel. <laughs> that's, not, that's, their new, that's their new restaurant. Fines and fennel. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so someone in management then produces proof of an extension on the liquor license, which is actually oh, wow. a forgery. Like laminated oh, proof. <laughs> Good. It was hanging in the window. Right it was hanging in the window, but apparently uh, Swartz just changed the last digit on it's the It's like thing. white out on it. Yeah, it's like white out. Yeah. Or just like a Sharpie X. In addition to the forged liquor license, the cop sees six... What do we care, though? Cheese and chicken? We're all bored with anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
This episode's going to be an hour and a half. <laughs> we have a Patreon special with all the other names we didn't make yeah. the episode. Yeah. That's our whole Patreon. Yeah. It's just names of come, restaurants come with alliteration. Come to our Patreon. Listen to me and Greg <laughs> spout off. Get really high and spout all alliteration of restaurants. Of restaurants line. for an, an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. In addition to the forged liquor license, the cops seized $602,832 worth of alcohol. Wow. That's that's a, a lot of booze. Yeah. That's a ton of booze. Yeah. So throughout this ordeal, the paychecks for the farmer's cabinet staff are bouncing. In addition, private events that are booked with deposits um, are never, you know, the clients never see their money again or the events never happen. And Colleen and Schiller still involved? Schiller's out. Okay. Colleen is still involved. Okay. So it's just the, just the, the Schwartzes. It's the Schwartzes now. The Schwartzes. Yes, the Schwartzes. Swartz. Use so the Swartz. The Swartz. May the Swartz be, <laughs> be with, with you. you. <laughs> so the Swartzes are then sued by Good Fortunes LLC, the landlord of the Farmer's Cabinet Space, for back and future rent and other costs for a total of approximately $1.6 billion. That's some good um, positive thinking. I'm going to need my LLC good fortunes. It is good. Yeah, Seriously. It's like, like an affirmation. Yeah. It, it's better than an alliteration. Yeah, apparently in this case. <laughs> 1.6? million. Man. What's the, how many months is that? What's their rent? Um, yeah, right. Their Jesus. rent is $30,000 a month. Okay. That's not terrible. Well, they're behind by a lot. Well, they, and then by, the future, the saying, lease was through 2021. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, um, so, so they're fucked. For everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are fucked. Swartz's response to a request for comment from Philly Mag, go Victor, was, quote, there's no lawsuit against me. Get your facts straight. But then Victor posted the actual lawsuit right under that quote. Of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> so management also won't budge when the landlord orders them out by June 30th and Farmer's Cabinet holds its final service July 7th, 2014. People are still going to this place? Yeah, now it's a BYO. Quote, unquote, a BYO. <laughs> <laughs> Good Fortunes eventually wins a default settlement Obviously. when yeah. Swartz and Colleen are no-shows for the court date. Oh, man. Shocker. And as part of a plea deal for the unlicensed sale of alcohol, Swartz pleads guilty and the forgery charges are dropped. He's sentenced to probation for 10 months and $1,000 in fines. I don't know how you just don't show up to court cases. Like, I if don't. you have court... You you gotta go. Like, what are you, you doing gotta, at yeah. that time? If you know you got to be in court at ten a.m. on a Dude, Tuesday, what are you doing at ten a.m. sitting home can, watching TV? Can like, you really be enjoying you, yourself yeah. knowing there's a court oh, case oh going on? Oh my god! You, the <laughs> no, the amount true. of anxiety that I would have right. during that time. You're just gonna like, watch just Prices Right at eleven. Yeah, I was gonna say Judge Judy's yeah. on, and you're just sitting there missing. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. Uh, I'm gonna watch Judge shows. He's got to watch Judge shows when he should be in court for his own case. Yeah, one point six million dollars. One point six million dollar judgment against you if you don't show up and you're sitting home, yeah, watching Prices watching, right, right or Judge Judy or The View. The, yeah, so how can yeah, you even Hogan, relax and enjoy yourself? Heroes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you doing during that time? So, yeah, yeah. I, you is. can't be relaxing. Yeah, you have to be at the bar or <laughs> yeah. injecting heroin or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you think that would be the end of it, but it Mm-mm. keeps going. When filing taxes for 2014, Swartz forges documents to confirm that he has paid taxes for employees with funds he has withheld from them. Oof. But guess what? I, I'm, I'm going to guess he just he just took took that money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think? Yeah. No, it's a little out of character for him, <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to go with that too. I think he's just, he's just gonna, 
What'd you do with that money? Oh, I just took that. Yeah. I took it. I mean, we're on the alliteration. It says <laughs> stealing swords. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, 35 former employees sue Swartz for back pay and tips. Nice. Good for them. Yeah. And earlier that summer, his probation officer is discovered to be working as a server at Farmer's Cabinet. Get and the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> she was let go once they figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. What? 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 Hold on. Same. Hold on. Hold on. She was let she was let she go was from out. which job? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she, she got let go from Farmer's Cabinet. I don't okay. know what happened to her okay. as far as her okay. other job goes. She's probably not on the books at Farmer's Cabinet anyway. But. say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... We are moving ahead to 2018 when the Associated Press covers a new restaurant in Reevesville, West Virginia and interviews the owners. Oh, they're taking it on the road. It's the sources. So are they just, so I so guess their whole, their whole play is like they're just grifting for this cash and hoarding it away, not paying anything, and they just have a, a sh- I wonder how much cash they have. That's, and they I guess disappear. That's, that's how are they getting the money to open up a new restaurant? Well, I mean, they have all this cash because they're not paying. They're not paying taxes. They, you know, I'm well, assuming with those with five restaurants, or whatever, they're probably generating a lot of cash. Well, also, let's remember. No offense to anybody in West Virginia, but this is now a small restaurant in West Virginia. It's not. Uh, it's not Center City, Philly. It's not like a big place. Man. It's a very humble. Believe me, it looks like a senior center cafeteria. Really, it's like not. Um, okay, so the Swartzes are in the Associated Press. It's called First Full Circle Kitchen. First Ooh, full, full fur, circle. Wow. Oh my god! Full circle. No, no, alliter- no, no alliteration. Man, this is doomed for disaster. Yeah. Well, but it's also called Full Circle, so we know yeah. what's going to happen, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, they serve crepes and cheesesteaks and a bunch of like <laughs> random. You know, when I think steaks. of West Virginia. I think crepes, crepes and cheesesteaks. <laughs> well, they and steaks. I can get to. I can get my head around that, but crepes. Are, are they cheesesteak crepes? Are they savory like crepes a, or? Well, they're both. They're both yeah. savory and sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, like a cheesesteak egg roll, but a cheesesteak crepe might not be terrible. I mean, I'd eat it. Yeah. Cheesesteak, anything's going to yeah. be okay. It's going to be good. In the article with the Associated Press, they talk about revitalization of the area and wanting to give the region something new. Seems um, like they've re- redeemed or reformed. Yeah. or reformed at this yeah. point. Oh, sure. Um, Colleen says, a lot of the people here appreciate that we're willing to put in so much time in an area where a lot of people don't really care to. Mm-hmm. I think they feel like good someone actually thinks of us. But here comes the dump. <laughs> A local TV news station picks up the story in January 2019, and Swartz is the main interview subject of the story. I can't wait to... He, oh, man, this guy on camera is going to be a disaster. He's on, he's on camera almost the whole time. Authorities are then eventually aware of where the Swartzes have disappeared to. So are they, they're on so the they're, run? They, they're looking for They're them? fugitives from, yeah, from Pennsylvania. They're in uh, West Virginia. I don't know how I missed so that. So are there, like, warrants out for them? Or, yeah, like... There are warrants. Oh, there's warrants, and... oh. What the fuck? I thought he was clear. I mean, I his probation they, officer was working for him. I thought he was good. Well, yeah. we've got more stuff coming. Well, yeah, I thought that. Well, right, I thought they right, were at least fugitives. like, yeah. They're, so they are considered like they are really fugitives. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Um. So you know, 
um, Swartz insists that he's just cooking on the line, but in the AP article, it's very clear that he and Colleen are the owners. But it doesn't matter what he's doing if he's on the, if he's a fugitive. I'm just a cook. <laughs> well, dude, you've got to be in jail. We're How like do you looking even for sign you. Up for rent and yeah. stuff. And yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the food, the shots of the food, the cheesesteak looks amazing. The crepes look amazing. There's some other food that maybe the lighting was bad, but it really did not. Yeah. It, it was a little hard to watch, but anyway. We have more Dom. So here comes more Dom. Give it to us. Dom, 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 Dom. In May 2019, Swartz gets pulled over for speeding and driving with a suspended license. When the officer pulls him over, they discover that the truck he's driving was rented with a bad check and it had been, as a result, reported as stolen. So you're speeding in a stolen truck. On a suspended license. On a suspended license. With a bad check. What is that? I mean, those are five weird counts. (laughs) Check fraud, like floating a check, like Like stolen. I I don't have a suspended license, and I don't speed. Why would you... I don't ever want yeah. to be pulled over. I'm sorry. Like, why? If you have a suspended license, why are you speeding? I and I, I think you know. go. I think you go right to jail. Like, they can arrest you, right? Can you go to jail for that? Yeah. Like driving. I don't a suspended know, but I'm license? sure it's not as easy as a quick ticket. Oh, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I think you're right. I don't think it's a quick ticket. At all. And if I'm on the run, <laughs> yeah, with a suspended yeah, license. yeah, on the run. I'm on the run. With, if I'm on the run, I'm not speeding. Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah. I don't even think I'm driving. <laughs> right. So the officer, after, you know, figuring out that the truck was stolen, also uncovers four warrants for Swartz's arrest, mostly for check fraud in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Colleen also has four warrants out for check her arrest. Fraud. Check fraud. What a what a, a weird crime. The officer's like, yeah. uh, I'll be right back. He yeah. checks it, comes back. Can you step out of the car, sir? <laughs> yeah. Just throws a dunce hat on him. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> Why are you speeding? <laughs> Seriously. So Swartz is then held in North Central Regional Jail in Greenwood, Greenwood, West Virginia, to await extradition to Pennsylvania. Colleen is arrested when she shows up to pay an overdue water bill. They just like arrest her when she's in a civil space. <laughs> so around the same time. Does she, does she know, like, how far apart she, were they arrested? It's a small town. She probably pays her water bill at the police station. Was, well, <laughs> well, yeah, that's she, what I'm thinking. But if he got picked up, was like, was was this like a couple days later? And it was she a didn't know where, later. She didn't know where dude was at, and she was like, "I'm just gonna go pay my water bill." Well, uh, no shame. I'm not judging this. Yeah. She was severely overdue on her water bill, so it's okay. possible she had to go to city hall or whatever gotcha. to pay it. I don't gotcha. know. Um, so around the same time, Full Circle Kitchen is also issued 12 health code violations, and employees allege they have not been paid in days. Mm-hmm. So they're starting the same thing all over again. In November 2020, Swartz pleads guilty for failing to pay employee withholding taxes to the IRS. Um, he was the one that was solely responsible for that money going to the IRS and withholding the money, which is why he's the one charged with so, it. So their whole thing. So again, they open this full circle thing out, and they're just taking all the cash and just yeah. not paying anything. Yeah, not even paying their employees. Man, that's such a. I mean, how how long can that possibly be sustainable? Like, I, if that's your if that's your grift, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to open up restaurants. And we're not going to pay anybody. We're just going to keep all the cash. Like I don't understand how, like you, that's your that's your. So, uh, you know what I mean? Do they think because I'm, I'm just assuming that their um, standard industry practice of the servers work off tips for the most part, and they just get paid a really meager yeah. hourly. 
But are they withholding salary from everyone? Cooks? Everybody? Or just the servers, do you know? I would assume it's everyone, but I'm not positive. I would think that the, the lawsuit for the back pay would have been much higher. I guess the other was lawsuit like was 30 line. something people. Just probably, 35 people. Yeah, it's probably, probably more than just servers. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's brutal. Like, yeah. how, long, how many days do you, like, one or two weeks? Can why you, would you even keep coming to work? Well, if you need people a job. Because people need jobs. I, mean, yeah, I, I guess yeah. if you're getting. And if the restaurant's popular and they're making good, you know, cash tips off the table, yeah. why wouldn't they? I mean, if you're a cook, though. I know, that's if you're a cook. Th- yeah. Well, there were, there were a lot of people who left Farmer's Cabinet before everything mm. happened. Like, one of the chefs left. The brewer left. They had some brewery in Virginia that they were connected to. That guy left. So, there was a lot of shakeups. Yeah. There were a lot of shakeups. What was that brewery called? Beers and bread? Mm. <laughs> it wasn't beers and bread. <laughs> Brews and Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts. <laughs> okay. Suds and spuds. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I like Thanks. that one. Thanks. Lagers and lima beans. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds horrible. That's another fart central. Greg keeps coming up with the fart centrals. You always got to go fart jokes. <laughs> um, so as part of the plea deal, Swartz must acknowledge that he also didn't pay for the years 2011, 2012, and 2013. I like that. I like that they throw that on. All right, man. I like, no, we'll, you let you, we'll let you plea, but you got to cop to this other stuff right. finally. In January 2023, Swartz is finally sentenced to 15 months in prison and three years of supervised release, and he must pay $486,000 to the Department of Treasury. Hmm. Colleen's culpability must have been resolved in her husband's plea deal. She she is not listed for on any criminal dockets that I could find for Pennsylvania. So he he took it. He, he, took took the, he took the fall. Yeah. Or she filed under her maiden name, which is highly unlikely. Uh, the, her business name was Colleen Swartz. Yeah. So it would be very, very odd if she wow. had a maiden name. Wow. Very, if she used her maiden name, I mean. Wow. So she gets so she gets nothing. Man, that's... Or, I mean, the other... She might have cooperated. Yeah. And I mean, it's, the thing, what, the, which, the thing just sucks. The service industry is such a, a vital and hard, hard uh, you know... It's a brutal industry, job. It's a horrible industry, and yeah. to rip those people off is is, mm-hmm. is shitty. Mm-hmm. Scumbags. Yeah, they are scumbags. All so. right, and you uh, want to recap the dumb? Um, I mean, uh, don't be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> don't speed on a suspended license. Don't. Don't take don't, a TV interview. Don't do interviews if you're on the run. Yeah, yeah. if you're on the run, this is the second. This is no, the, the other guy did the dance. That got caught. The one episode, the, the guy, guy did, did. Well, the other guy that did the, dance. And the other guy who actually killed the woman he, and who did, had the yeah and yeah. did the interview was Before like, oh, they, I just made yeah. this whole story yeah. up on yeah. live television. <laughs> don't go on TV. Do not go on TV. Yeah, if you're. Yeah. How basic is that? Like, I mean, they how dumb are these dummies? Well, I guess you, I guess you, <laughs> they're pretty dumb. I guess you think like, oh, well, I'll just do this real quick because it makes me look super innocent. And then you get on there and start talking. You're yeah, like, oh, and then you just like shut I up. Look, I look far. I look way more guilty now. I wonder like, if in their head they're like, shut up, shut up, shut up, and they just can't stop talking. <laughs> they're like burying themselves deeper and just, deeper, and they're just run away. They have like kazoo on their shoulder, like shut the fuck up, kazoo. <laughs> Google that. You'll need yeah, to Google, Google that. Um, Thankfully, Matt Schwartz is a dumb criminal. Yes. Yeah. So Deserves uh, every, they deserve everything. Yeah. So, uh, Jason, Jason's going to tell you where you can find us, but stay tuned because I'm going to ask Maria a question. You're going to learn something 
about Maria that uh, you don't know. What? Okay, yeah. that's cool. Okay. Yeah, I don't so, want people stopping this broadcast right now as Jason tells people where to find us. So I got a cliffhanger. When we, when Jason uh, is done, I'm going to ask Maria a, a question. This is a new she, segment. It's like a quick, rapid-fire question. Yeah. This is a new. This is a new segment, and there's going to be some music it's right called, here. Get to know Maria. <laughs> Get to know her. Um, this is getting so, weird. <laughs> just keep going. So, first of all, like, subscribe, rate, review the podcast, please, on wherever you're listening to, um, especially on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, ratings and reviews uh, help us out a ton. So, stop what you're doing right now. Just rate, review, and then start again so you can find out a little bit more about Maria. And uh, also, <laughs> um, find a Dumbline Podcast. We're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, so uh, all the socials, Dumb Line Podcast. Now back to you, Greg. And on the World Wide Web, thelinepodcast.com. We are also on the World Wide Web. Here's the new segment. Get to know Maria. Get to know her. Maria, what is your favorite cocktail? Oh, oh, uh, vodka martini dirty, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Vodka preference? Um, I mean, Belvedere. All right. But get on a Belvedere. In my life, money. it's usually Tito's. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Tito's. I love Nothing Tito's. Tito's love dogs. Tito's. Yeah. I love Tito's. Tito's is good. All right. Thanks for joining us. I am Greg. I'm Jason. I'm Maria. Take it easy. See ya. Thanks, guys. <laughs>